Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, this your boy Frank Gore. You li- I'm listening to 49er Rush. Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? It is absolutely incredible to be with you as always. I wanted to record yesterday, but I couldn't get my Patreon breakdown, my classes, everything in before the national championship started. I was like, ah, man. Uh, And it's just like, I I wanted it yesterday, but here we are. And I want to say thank you to everybody for coming in and tuning in. Uh, Appreciate all the support and all the hashtag CCs. I love it, man. Uh, We are loading it up. And Alex, you are exactly correct. We got a Texas takeover week. Uh, We we just dominated Los Angeles as as far as the crowd goes. Now, the game came down to the wire. We're going to talk about that a lot. But yeah, this week, we're, 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 we're Texas bound, baby. Uh, going to give me some barbecue. Going to have a good time. Going to eat some Whataburger. I love Whataburger. And we're going to watch the Cowboys get smashed um, on the road, which I'm so excited about. And, you know, I've got a lot of details about that. I guess I'll go ahead and throw it up here now just since it was brought up. Here's some of the Dallas trip details. Uh, Saturday night. From 6 to 9 p.m., we're going to be at Bombshells right next to the stadium itself. Um, So it's in Arlington. You can see the address there. Go to 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Get your tickets. Uh, We're going to be having a party. Uh, I've got so many jerseys to give away. Uh, I'm looking at them now. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. I got 10 jerseys that we're giving away, Uh, four of which are autographed, six are autographed, and all that stuff. And again, your ticket for the 49ersRushRoadTrip.com, if you do that, uh, get you a t-shirt, get you raffle tickets, go to take part in trivia, get you a shirt spot into the party. We're going to be meeting up with some local groups as well. Um, It's going to be incredible. And shout out to Devin. Yeah, Gatton, who's got a question for us today on the podcast I want to get to for helping organize that and, you know, just working with the local chapters. We want to bring people together. That's what this is all about. And if you were with us last week in Hermosa for L.A., it was awesome. Um, So many new connections and people meeting each other. Um, It was awesome. It was such a good time. Now, we've got a lot to get to, okay? Man, why not? Let's pick up where the question is. Let's talk about you guys, the faithful, and let's listen to Fred Warner talk about the difference, the impact that the crowd made. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. Um, I was standing there, toward, I think it might have been the second half, and uh, we were on a TV timeout, and the ref's kind of standing there, and he's like, he's like, man, who, who, who set this up for you guys to have this many fans out here? And I was like, I don't know. Like, this, this feels like a home game, but. You know, and they came up big at the end there. I mean, shoot, you you felt it. It felt like a home game. 
it felt like a home game. It was awesome, man. Um, and I felt like Fred just kind of added me a little bit there, and that's okay. I appreciate that, buddy. Uh, but yeah, it was just so cool, just everybody coming out. Uh, it was awesome. And one more thing before we jump on to the next one. Uh, listen to Armstead, who I think personally best game. Offense, defense, uh, we're going to spend a lot of time on our next episode talking about the defense. Today's going to be primarily offense. Uh, we've got some film highlights, some uh, breakdowns, grades, all that stuff for the offense today. But uh, Eric Armstead, I can't talk enough about what he just did. Like, you do not win that game without Eric Armstead out there. And listen to him talk about the crowd as well. Oh, man, it was it was crazy. Um, I remember two years ago when we played in the Coliseum, how the Niner, Niner fans took over the stadium. Um, and today was crazy. It was, it was a lot of chaos out there. It was it was tough. It was tough to uh, even communicate on defense for us um, and, and and make uh, changes. So you know they definitely represented today, and you know that was great to see uh, see all that red uh, in the crowd. And you know I one thank you Trey for the gift. Really do appreciate that. He asked this: How many sacks does Bosa get on deck? Well, I think we saw the recipe for our defense having success. If you look to what they did versus the Rams, 13 quarterback hits and five sacks. You were in that quarterback's face the whole entire time. That is the recipe for success against every team, not alone the Cowboys, but everything goes through Dak. If you get to Dak and you hit him, bad things are going to happen. Now, you look at Bosa, he only had half of a sack versus... Matt Stafford, but he did have three quarterback hits, and he had two tackles for loss. And if you can get Bosa to still attract and kind of have the gravity of all the offensive linemen, the tight ends, the upbacks, all that kind of stuff, this defense has proven it can win, and it might even be better for the defense whenever Nick Bosa gets double and triple teamed because you're having all these other guys like Eric Armstead right? Uh, like DJ Jones, like Street, who got a couple hits, like Arden Key, like Samson, Jordan Willis. As long as people are hitting the quarterback, that's what matters. And it seems like we've gotten that recently. Adam Garcia, thank you, man. Uh, oh, man, I hope you get to feeling better. He says, if I didn't have COVID right now, I'd be there in LA and Dallas. Hard to rest during these exciting times. Hopefully, uh, Green Bay, we can meet up. Dude, I love it, Adam. Get better, man. Get better. Uh, you know, we're teaching classes. They started back this week for me, and we're all virtual because we have so many students and teachers that have it. So just take care of yourself. Be smart. You can see my mark on my nose. For like, I mean, SoFi's outside, and you know we threw our party outside in L.A. I was still wearing that mask the whole time because if that playoff run took place, I want to make sure you know I'm not getting anybody else sick, whatever. So just just be careful out there. Uh, be responsible. Be smart. And just be smart. Be smart about it. Um, anyway, get better, brother. Uh, you're the best, Adam. Thank you for your generosity. Shot J says, what's up, man? Fam's not giving Armstead his respect. Yeah, that's kind of... A couple of podcasters kind of set their sights out on certain people after that trade of DeForest Buckner. Um, and it's weird. All of it went to Armstead. None of it went to Jimmy Ward because people, I think they forget... It wasn't like you just traded Buckner for Armstead straight up. It did it. That's not what it was at all. You traded Buckner for Kinlaw, Armstead, Jimmy Ward. So those three, that was the idea. Now, was that the right call? Well, that's another conversation. But, yeah, everybody kind of focused all of their angst and anger on Armstead. And I think that was just incorrect. Um, I think it was just incorrect. I, I think that was misguided and misplaced. Is Armstead as good as DeForest Buckner? No, he's not. But, again, is... The three better than the one, that's the question you have to ask. And I I don't think that there's a right or wrong. DeForest Buckner is that damn good. But I, I, I don't think it was a bad choice. Um, maybe it wasn't a good choice either. Maybe it was just kind of a coin flip, and that's kind of where it is. Uh, from Bro Montana, he says, SoFi is beautiful. Can we just tailgate even when 49ers games aren't playing at SoFi? Yeah, that was a blast. The tailgates were awesome and all that stuff. Um, and also, again, for Dallas, um, I put up all the information on 49ersRushRoadTrip.com for um, the local fan chapters that are tailgating, parking at the stadium, all that stuff. The whole idea is we're kind of going to be your one-stop shop. We want to help plan and have a good time and get the people together. That's what it's about. Michael says, do you think Trent Williams will play? I do. He tried to play last week. And Kyle Shanahan, again, I... I love Kyle Shanahan, and I trust Kyle Shanahan whenever almost everything he says, except for when it's about injuries. That's the one time where I'm like, mm, 
You sure about that, man? Uh, but he, he even said, I fully expect Trent to play this week. So we'll we'll see there. It's going to be telling Wednesday, Thursday practice. You know, we're recording this live on Tuesday. That's going to be kind of key. If he can get a limited practice in with one of those, then that's going to be key. That's going to be key. Um, so I do think that he will play, however. I, I really, really do. And, you know, one of the things, again, let, let's jump to Kyle now. He was asked this, and I thought this was this was clutch. Shout out to Juan Salas. Uh, he was there in L.A. He's going to be there in Dallas with us as well uh, for all the work on these clips. He always does a great job. This is Kyle talking about still having faith in his team down 17. And it's very easy to make these comments after the game's over and you came back and won in overtime. But the way he called the game, I kind of believe it. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, no, I didn't. Uh, yeah, you always do. And, I mean, it really helped. Um, scoring at the end of the second quarter. That was big. It helped winning the coin toss, which we haven't won many this year. So timed out right with that three points for us to start with it. And, you know, once once that first drive in the third quarter happened, it was kind of, all right, back to normal. You know, they came out really well. Um, I thought our D was playing really good. They were just so good. Stafford was unbelievable on third down, especially in that first half. Um, you know, offense, I think it took us a little bit to settle down when it hit them with some play actions and stuff. And um, their front was just, their front's tough. Uh, but our guys settled down and did a hell of a job. And so, like, I, I love that. And, and I see some of you guys. Okay, Juan Salas, you speak the name, and he appears, the man behind the scene. I love it, the wizard. That should be your name, Juan, the wizard. He's, he's, he's pulling all the levers behind the scene. He's giving us a gift to give away a T-shirt. Now, I am going to give away a T-shirt. But it's not going to be to hashtag CC because I see you, Jay Corn. I see you, Juan. I see all these people, AJ, Michael. They've caught on to our act. So now I'm going to change it up a little bit, Juan. I am going to give away a t-shirt in your name because you're the man. I'm going to ask you guys a question. And the first one to answer this trivia question, you're going to get the shirt right. Okay? So, again, this is the first one that shows up on, <laughs> my, uh, on my screen. Okay? And it has to be the correct answer. Here is the answer. And again, if you guys like this trivia stuff, we do this live at our events, and it's awesome. It's pretty, pretty cool having all these people compete with their 49ers knowledge live time. On, you know, we have a free app that we use. It's a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> AJ is just putting out all the possible answers. He's got the hashtag CC, true, false. He's got it all in there. Okay, here's the question. Debo Samuel's been incredible this year. How many total yards from scrimmage has Debo Samuel had this year, only in the regular season? The first one to get the correct answer on my screen will get a free shirt. Um, compliments of Juan Salas, the wizard man himself. So I'm going to be scrolling on that. Uh, total scrimmage yards from Debo Samuel. Okay, so that's what we're looking for. You can throw that up in the chat. There is an exact clear answer. And once I see it, uh, diarrhea is incorrect. He's tried really, really hard. Still haven't seen it yet. One million's close. One million is very, very close. Jay is the closest one so far. Uh, I'm going to have to screenshot this, man. This is going to be fun. Total scrimmage yards for Debo Samuel this year. Uh, a lot of you guys are underselling Debo. And that, that's hurting my feelings a little bit. I'm seeing some three-digit numbers. Come on now. I can tell you this was well over a century and a half. I guess it would be a, a thousand and a half. That's more than a century, right? Still not seeing the correct answer. I thought somebody would have Googled it or something by now. We're still not seeing it. We're going to get the answer there. Debo's been insane. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of parlay this into a question from Devin Gatton, who you know does so much of the back work for the 40 Irons podcast and just an amazing man, good friend. Um, he asked this, with contract years coming up with Bosa, oh, we got a winner. There's our winner. I want to make sure nobody beat him beforehand. Yeah, the correct answer is Marco. What's up, Marco? Congratulations. The correct answer was 1770. That is a lot of yards. That is a lot of yards. 1,700 yards and 70 Marco, you get a t-shirt. Go ahead and reach out to me email-wise, 40ironsrushpodcast at gmail.com. We'll get that over to you. Um, but Devin asked this question. Contract year for Bosa and Debo, with Jimmy probably moving on and the cap increase and all those things, can the 49ers sign both of them? Let me say this. Congratulations, Marco. They're both not going to get deals next year. Oh, don't throw anything at me. Okay? Debo's here to stay. Bosa's here to stay. But they're both in different years because... Debo was a second-round pick. Bosa was a first-round pick. Okay, so why does that even matter? 
Well, Bosa is signed for next year. Both of them are, okay? Bosa signed next year, and he's only got a $2.9 million cap hit, but you can't do the fifth-year extension with him. He, he doesn't have it because he's a second-round pick. So he's going to be priority one. Now, again, Debo's due $2.9 million next year, so that's going to be able to it's, – it's doing an extension. It's not like he's a free agent. You already have him under contract for next year, so you're going to be able to wiggle room some of that and be able to play with the cap number and all those things. Now, the 49ers only have $10 million in cap cap space next year currently. But, again, the whole Jimmy whatever, that's $25 million. It's going to be a fun kind of play around. Debo's going to get it extended this year. I believe that full, completely. Bose is a whole nother animal. Because he was a first-round pick, you still have the fifth-round option for 2023. So Bose is signed under 2022, no matter what, and he's got a $10.8 million cap hit. So he's making some pretty bank money. But you get extended for the fifth year on top of that, and that's when you'll do the extension probably for Bosa. So I've, I do not expect Bosa to get redone this year. They could if they want to be overly aggressive. I doubt they'll do that just because our cap number is what it is. But Bosa's not going anywhere. He's guaranteed two more years. Debo's guaranteed one more year. And so smart teams usually find ways to finesse the cap and all those numbers because I think Debo's going to get $20 million a year as a wide receiver, as one of the top wide receivers. And I think Bosa's going to get close to $32 million a year. He will be the highest paid defensive lineman whenever he signs his deal. Uh, I'm not sure Debo will be the number one paid wide receiver when he er, signs his deal just because uh, the inconsistencies with his production. He's been great. I love Debo. But, I mean, his rookie year, he had 900 yards offense. Second year, he had 400 dealt with injuries. This year, 1770. And so, I, I don't know. I, I, I think he deserves it. I think he's incredible. I think he's one of the heart and souls of this team. I love him. I don't think that he's a guy that's going to be the number one paid wide receiver whenever he gets his deal done. I think he's going to be up close to the top of that. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to see what that looks like. Now, a um, couple other things that I want to get to. As we kind of jump through this, because I've got a lot of film, i got a lot of cut-ups, and I think that's a great thing because we've been here for a minute. Let's stick here, and let's enjoy this win, right? Because when we talk about what we just went through with the Rams, it's one of the top-rated games of all time for the 49ers. I think that it has to be, right? And so, like, if we're just looking at the Jimmy G era, okay, I think there's three key wins that kind of, you know, recreate, I don't know, the most memorable games, you know, so far. So this question came from KAD, okay, uh, on Patreon, and he's awesome. So which game, I'm going to ask you guys this, okay, which game do you think was most memorable? We got 2019 Saints, I'm putting this in the chat right now. We've got 2019 Seahawks, and that's week 17 game, right? That was the last one, the Drake Green lost stop, or the 2021 Rams week 18. And so, because I really do think that, you know, these are the three, I'm throwing this up in the YouTube um, poll, and I, and I really want to see what this looks like. So I want you guys, again, you can throw this in the chat, why? Share the reason why you think each one. All of them are great wins. Obviously, one of those was much more recent than all the other games. It was just this week. But I think those three games are kind of paramount to who Jimmy Garoppolo has been on the positive side of the 49ers, right? You know, the Saints game was probably his best game by far. Him and Drew Brees going at it. The defenses were trash all game. Um, the 2019 Seahawks, that one has way more parallels to this Rams game because defense, you know, Drake Greenlaw solidified the win at the end. Uh, Ambry Thomas solidified this win at the end. Yes, there were some positive Jimmy G moments, but some bad ones too. Um, and both the Seahawks and the Rams game came down to, you know, getting into the playoffs where they did, respectively. None of them are bad answers, and I'm not trying to, like, pick and choose or whatever, but I thought this was an awesome question. So uh, thank you, KAD, on Patreon for this 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 uh, question, and I'm curious to see what this is going to look like. You know, currently, the Seahawks game has 48%. 
and it has the most. So let, let's give some time there. Let, let's see what that looks like. I want to get to some of those. Shot, Shot J says, man, Saints game on the road, shootout against Drew Brees of all people. Nobody saw that coming. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, that fourth and two play to Kittle was so memorable. It was so memorable. Now let's jump to Jimmy G as this is going on. I'm doing really well, Niner Sickness. Glad to have you in the chat, buddy. Uh, big fan of what you do. Uh, let's talk Jimmy, okay? And Jimmy kind of talked about after the game how he had to change his throwing motion during the game, which I don't think that's usually a good thing, but eventually it turned out all right. It, it got better as it went, I would say. I think, I mean, honestly, with injuries like that, your body's just learning and adapting the whole time. So, you know, early on, I mean, it, it was pretty numb. So it, it felt all right, and then it just got better and better as it went. And I think my arm just kind of learned how to adapt to it. And, you know, I, I don't want to sit here and act like, oh, Jimmy had an all-world game. He didn't. <laughs> I don't care what metric it is that you're looking for, whether it's passer rating, it was below average, whether it's stat-wise, okay, he threw for over 300 yards, but only one touchdown, two interceptions. I don't think that's really, you know, glowing or whatever. Uh, you look at pro football focus numbers, he was right in the middle of the pack with a 68.7 grade. Again, we, we saw both ends of what Jimmy is. The great and the not so great, right? Um, now let's listen to the head coach himself talk about what Kyle showed. Oh, uh, sorry, listen to the head coach Kyle talk about what Jimmy showed him in this win. Uh, I mean, Jimmy's always been pretty good at bouncing back from picks. Um, you know, I think it's it's tough when you're trying to run the ball a ton, so you don't you don't get in too much of a rhythm. You're trying to do that when it happens, and um, and gosh, he made some big plays. And then that one at the end down in the red zone, that pick that happened between him and George, it was real tough. But to come back and lead us down there, however many every yards it was, like close to, I think it was a little over 80, um, to tie it up, to send it with an overtime, he was um, unbelievable today. So, yeah, you saw, like, the just awful interceptions that should have never been thrown. You saw the amazing decision-making, quick processing power, um, driving them, you know, whenever the game's on the line to win it with like 30-something seconds left. You saw everything that you could have ever wanted to hate or love about Jimmy Garoppolo in this game. So if you're a Jimmy hater, you didn't change. If you're a Jimmy lover, truther, you didn't change. And if you're in the middle, you didn't change either. And that's kind of one of my things is the film does not lie. And I could put together, you know, I counted six turnover-worthy plays from Jimmy Garoppolo. Six in this game. Now, he only came up with, well, two and a fumble, right? So he had two interceptions and a fumble. Those three showed up on the stat sheet. But there were three more that very easily could have been intercepted. Um, now, this is one of my favorite plays of the game. And it's a very short pass. But again, this is one of the things that when Jimmy is on... This is what I want to see more of because and it's not throwing the ball down the field. I know a lot of people think that. No, no, no. This play, which definitely doesn't show up in the highlight reel, for me is everything because it keeps the drive going and eliminates the negative play. It's an easy throw. It's an outlet pass. But again, this is one of the things Jimmy struggles with. And so great job. You got pressure in your face. Understand where your outlet is. It's third down. Get the ball out of your hands. Look at Hasty. Makes the catch just shy of the first down. Makes one miss. A lot of extra yards. Good job, Hasty. This is very good from Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, the pressure here. I mean, just a simple stunt, Alex Mack. I don't know what he was doing there. Mack's, Mack just crashes with here. Really bad right there. You, I mean, he just picked his own guy. Jimmy sees it. Man, that is an incredible job from Jimmy right there. That's two high-quality passes so far today. And so whenever I went through it again, if you want to check out the hour-plus long, I went through every single offensive snap, and I kept a tally. How many high-quality passes? How many turnover-worthy plays? I counted six high-quality passes. I counted six turnover plays. Like, that's just who Jimmy Garoppolo is, unfortunately. Um, and, I mean, not trying to knock on the guy, but again, I, I think whether rating, stats, Pro football focus, film grade, that's what he is. Super high, super low. I mean, it's peaks and valleys. That's what he brings. Now, Hasty played great. I thought it was Hasty's best game. Uh, he finishes the number four rated um, player on pro football focus with a 76.1 grade. Ayuk, number three, with a 76.2. Jennings, number two, with an 82.2. And Sherfield, Sherfield only played 10 snaps, but he blocked his tail end off in the run game. 
and he delivered in the passing game. Um, you know, getting those guys, and we'll see this on the defensive side too, that are role players like Sherfield, like Hasty, even Jawan Jennings, stepping up at key moments. That's what makes a good team good team. Every team has stars. You look at the Rams. They got stars. Ramsey got an interception. Donald's going to be all over the place, except for when Brunskill's on him. Stafford, like, oh, oh, that's cool. What are your Jimmy and Joes doing? You know what I mean? What are your depth players, what are they doing? Because are you a team with five stars and just a whole bunch of Jags, you know, we would never call a kid to his face that, but when we were, like, doing depth chart and trying to figure out, okay, where can we put this kid where he can play? He's not that good. A Jag is just a guy. You would never say that to a person's face. NFL is a little bit different, but whatever. There's a lot of those guys in the NFL, but whenever you can get a team with, you know, Arden Keys, Juwan Jennings, you know what I mean? Like, those type of guys that can step up, Charlie Warner's, that makes such a big difference. It really, really does. Um, from Bro Montana, I like this question. Let's get off topic a little bit here. Do you think the team chemistry changes uh, if McDaniel is hired somewhere or Carthon and Peters land GM jobs? I'll say this. I love to see people get paid. Okay, so number one, like anytime somebody gets a promotion, man, celebrate. When Robert Sala got that job, celebrate, right? That's huge. Like when those guys go get those jobs, celebrate. It's very easy to do the whole like, oh, what about me? I remember whenever I first got out of coaching, it was because, you know, we got the boys and, you know, we were doing the foster care work and moving into adoption, all those things. And I tell my, I told my head coach at the time, I was like, man, this is going to be it for me. You know, I'm going to focus on my family and some of these other things, eventually podcasting, all those things. No clue it would be this. The very first thing he said was, well, what am I supposed to do? And I was just like, man, you son of a, like, this ain't about you. It's not about you. Like, I've given you my time. I've been compensated for my time, and I'm thankful for that. But that completely ruined whatever relationship I was going to have in the future because you learned really, really quick. It was self-serving. It was all about him. And so if McDaniel or Carthon or Peters or any of those guys land jobs, the first and immediate reaction is awesome. Those guys deserve it. Will it affect the team chemistry? Yes, but probably not as much as you would think, okay? Here's what I mean by that. Kyle Shanahan is the culture creator. Starts with him, ends with him. We have one of the most powerful head coaches, which is a good and bad thing, in the NFL. He's number one. Number two, D'Amico Ryans, which would have been Robert Sala. D'Amico Ryans, number three, probably John Lynch. So you have those three, like, trendsetters. Okay, I'm going to say McDaniel's like five or six. You know, I'm going to put, you know, Parag probably up on top of that. I'm going to put Kusarik up on top of that. All those guys. D does that mean that McDaniel doesn't have, doesn't help? Of course he does. Yeah, he does. He, he's extremely intelligent and sees plays in a very, very vivid way. I don't think he's gone this year. I think he's got another year or two before he lands somewhere else. Um, and then you look at some of those guys, Peters, I think would be a big one. Like Peters would be probably four or five for me. And personally, I would prefer him to be the general manager over almost anybody else, including John Lynch. If, if I had my say, so I would love to promote John Lynch to vice president and promote Peters to GM, but that's just my own personal take on that. Um, I don't know where everybody else fits, but that's kind of where I see that. But we'll see. I don't think it's going to affect this group currently because, again, you know, those guys call plays. Um, in the scouting, it might hurt and things like that. I think John Lynch is a very capable GM. He was GM of the year just two years ago. But, again, like, the show moves on. How do you replace, you know, all the people that we've lost already? LaFleur was gone, right? How, you remember when Scangarello left? Yeah, he's back. And so... As long as you have Kyle Shanahan, the culture's not going to change that much. And D'Amico's not going to be around for long. Yeah, he's going to be here for an hour, a year or two. He's gone. That, that dude just has too many positive connections, and everybody wants him. And remember, Kyle Shanahan blocked him. The Houston Texans wanted him back as a position coach, and Kyle Shanahan said, nope, gave him a job right there as a linebacker's coach, and that's how we kept him. That dude's going to be a head coach somewhere. I guarantee you. Now, again, it's going to take a year or two. 
But that's just what it is. You, you take it, you move on, and you be happy for those people. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, now, let, let's get to a couple other things just with, you know, Jimmy and kind of where we see uh, kind of how that feels and why the things started to change. Now, I think this is important. This is two games in a row now where the 49ers offense was, to say, like, slow. That would be an understatement. It was awful until the same part in both games. Two different quarterbacks, two different opponents, still the same MO. Couldn't do anything until the two-minute warning. Um, I mean, it was it was great. It made it a lot easier coming in after that field goal, which was huge. Um, I thought the defense, I just said to him, you guys have been playing unbelievable. We just got to figure out how to get off on third down, um, which is, is a big deal. Um, and then offense, I just thought it was great that we – I didn't have to say much because we finished with a field goal. I think we had like 15 plays there in the first half. I, wanna, I think it was like five runs, ten passes. Um, couldn't get it going. Um, had some bad sacks. Had, I think we had a penalty. Um, didn't have some very good down and distance, but we finished with points, and we knew we were starting with the ball. Uh, so that just allowed you to focus right away that if we do our job, it'll be one score real fast. And so, like, both games, Trey gets hot in the two-minute drill. Uh, Jimmy starts to get warm in the two-minute drill. And from there, it just kind of exploded. I wish we could start. We used to be a fast-starting team. That was Kyle Shanahan's MO, right? Like, oh, man, he's going to come out and script those first two series. And, ah, that's disappeared of late. If you can get that back and put together, we still have not seen the 49ers put together a full game offense and defensively yet this year. They, they have not played their best game, what they're capable of playing. Does that mean it's going to happen this year, this week versus Dallas? Well, we'll see. But the fact that, you know, if you look at, uh, we're going to get into some platonic thought here for my philosophizers, uh, this idea of what a perfect game is for this 49ers team has not been achieved yet. Where you're not turning the ball over, you're establishing the run game the entire time and maintaining that through all four quarters, we haven't seen it. It hadn't happened. I'd like, it to, I'd, I'd like to see it come back. Uh, real quick, let's check back in with our poll. Holy cow, this is so close. 120 votes uh, just on YouTube. 35% said the Saints game. 35% said the Seahawks game. 30 said the Rams game. So, you know, we're not even in the whole recency bias. We're going opposite against it. Um, interesting, interesting take for sure. Jason. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks? You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis, more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Trey Sermon, thank you for the gift, my friend. Um, Trey Sermon activated off of IR today. According to Kyle, Shark, Trent, Aziz, Tart, Hurst, all expected back at practice. We are peaking at the best time. You're right about that. You are right about that. 
Now, Trey Sermon is no more than insurance. Um, if he is active, which I don't think he will be, I, I think he's going to be an, an, a healthy scratch until a running back goes down. And the whole reason why you activate Trey Sermon is one, special teams, and two, if you have somebody go down, Jeff Wilson Jr., I mean, how many carries has Jeff Wilson Jr. gotten since Elijah Mitchell came back? The answer is zero. He goes in and plays, but he's just a run blocker because he's so physical. Like, Kyle's not giving him the ball. But if Elijah Mitchell or Jeff Wilson or Hasty goes down, that's where Trey Sermon will step in. Do not expect any depth chart changing because of Trey Sermon. That's not going to take place. Um, and again, it's just going to take him some time. Like next year, you're not going to have all those guys back. So next year will be Trey Sermon's time. He's going to have to have time to prove it in training camp and all that stuff. Uh, but this this year is not going to be it. It's not going to be it. So, And it's not that I think he's bad. It's just he, he kind of fell behind the wheel a little bit. And, man, here we go. Let's talk about this. Let's go to Jawan Jennings, okay? And Because I think this is telling. I'm going off script here. But this is what's important. And I appreciate you guys throwing this in the chat. Bolivar, he says, Trey Sermon is good, gets a bad rap. I'm not sure why. Listen to the hero of Week 18, Juwan Jennings, talk about his path to where he is today. And I love this quote because I'm, I'm going to go off. I'm, I'm going to get on a soapbox after this one. Y'all better get ready. Man, it's humble, you know, <clears throat> get drafted seven rounds, humbling to get cut, go on practice squad. You know, it's humbling all, over, all around the board to get hurt and not be able to play at all. You know, all that humbles you. Um, it's the way you bounce back, and, you know, like I said, this team makes it easy to bounce back because no matter, you know, how great the play or how bad the play is, you always got somebody in your corner picking you up, and that's what it's about. One, that jacket is one that I need in my life real quick. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I think I have the personality to support that jacket, probably not the physical appearance, but I don't give a damn. That thing looks awesome. If any of you guys saw my ski onesie I bought, you know what I'm talking about. But let me just say this. And I, what, okay, um, here we go. <laughs> I'm just like, how, how deep do I want to go? Okay, I'm a teacher and a football coach. That has been my persona ever since grad school was finished. You know, I started my own real estate company, went very, very well. And I made a lot of money there. And I was like, why the hell am I doing this? I don't care about these things. And I'm spending all this time and energy on things I'm not passionate about. I don't like it. And my wife did the whole you know, oh, she's so sweet. If you guys met my wife this weekend, uh, she's the best there is. Uh, love her very, very much. She's incredible. Wouldn't be able to do this without her. Uh, just her support, and she's she's awesome. She she asked a question, like, man, okay, fine. Do whatever you want to do. I don't care about money. What would you want to do? And I was like, oh, I want to coach kids. Like, I didn't have, you know, my father figure growing up that was like a positive whatever. My coaches were that in Texas. Started playing football in third grade, and just like that was where I got. So I, I walked away from a very lucrative job and said, screw it. Let's go coach in the ghetto in Dallas and have a great time. And I did. And it wasn't like I loved football. Obviously, I love football. But that's not why you coach kids. I love history. That's not why you teach kids. No, no. These are merely avenues to help people prepare for life. And the age-old axiom for anybody that's ever been around football is football doesn't build character, it reveals it, okay? Here, let me break that down real quick because I think this is important. When you go one-on-one -on -one in whatever Oklahoma drill or football game, it doesn't matter. You're a linebacker and they got an ISO fullback call coming right through your power B gap, man-on-man, -man, and they run that play 12 times in a row during a game, you're going to figure out who the hell you are as a linebacker or a fullback because it's just freaking boom, 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 boom. There's nobody else. You don't get to say it's so-and-so. No, no, no. This is you on him. And you find out who you are. Now, you might be able to make it to one, two, three, four, five plays. And maybe, you know, oh, he tripped, so it made me look good. But eventually, everybody's going to figure out who the hell you are. And you're going to figure out who you are. And so I think that's where Trey Sermon is now. He's figuring out who, where he is. Now, which path does he go on? Does he go the Juwan Jennings route? Or does he go, you know, the, the Dante Pettis route or whatever? It reveals who you are. And if it's something that you want, 
the NFL has a lot of protocols in place and a lot of support system to help people achieve and to climb. But it's not always like that for everybody because they see it differently. I don't know who Trey Sermon is. And I, I like Trey Sermon. Um, I didn't agree with trading up to get him. But when we did got him, it made sense. Have we seen that yet? We have not. I hope that it does come. I really do. But again, this game is humbling. Because <laughs> I, I don't care if you're freaking, you know, <laughs> Jalen Ramsey, which uh, I hope you watch. I hope you watch our offensive breakdown on Patreon because Kyle Shanahan baited Jalen Ramsey all game. Those outside sweeps with Debo where Ramsey came up and act like he was like laying the wood even though he got knocked on the ground. That's the exact same play that Debo threw the touchdown over his head to Juwan Jennings. So, like, ah, it, it shows who you are. And if you watch who Jalen Ramsey was after the game, he didn't want to talk at the press conference. He didn't want to talk because he was all up in his feelings and pissed off because the 49ers picked on him all game. They went right at him in the run game and in the pass game. And yeah, he picked off Jimmy. He did. That was a terrible pass. I get that. And so that's there. But I guarantee you this. It bothers him. He's 0-6 versus uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. That bothers him. Um, I guarantee it. Um, now, a couple other things that I wanted to talk about and kind of get to. And, and let, let's stick with Jawan Jennings. Let, Jimmy Garoppolo, the quarterback, talking about why he can trust Jawan. Um, Jawan's just one of those guys, the moment's never too big for him. You know, he's, he's ready for it. Third downs, red zone. Uh, when his number's called, you can just see it in the huddle. You see it in the guy's eyes when he's ready for it. And, you know, Jawan never, uh, never hesitates, never blinks. And that's, you'd love having a guy like that, especially in those crucial situations. I, I've, it's freaking awesome, man. And this next one, I'm going to kind of double up a little bit because I got another big announcement. Let's just keep these big announcements going, man. Um, I don't, let's steamroll them. Um, this player, Elijah Mitchell, has been incredible. And he's somebody that, you know, we talked about Trey Sermon. And I don't think Elijah Mitchell and Trey Sermon, like, you, it's very easy to see, oh, well, Sermon was picked first. Elijah Mitchell was picked later. Therefore, Trey, Sermon's a bust. Absolutely not. If anybody knew that Elijah Mitchell would be this good, he would have went in the first round. He would have went probably the pick after Najee Harris. That's where he would have went. But watch, again, I, I have so many clips that I could show you of Elijah Mitchell. This is a four-yard gain, and it's my favorite. And I'm going to start calling him. Y'all get ready for this. I want to make shirts on this. Elijah Mitchell is from now on, henceforth called the magician, and this is why. Oh, so good. Inside toss cutback. Whew, how did he get through that? There's no hole. There's no hole. This dude just does a disappearing act, Elijah Mitchell, and just slips through this, man. Whew, I mean, there, there's just nothing there. Right by Aaron Donald again. He reaches out. He gets nothing. Nice first down run. Watch it for the backside. Right at Aaron Donald. This whoop. I mean, look at that. I mean, this whoop. Man, so clean. Dude's good, man. And just the vision. And guess what? On top of all the vision, all the things that Elijah Mitchell's brought to this team, guess how many fumbles he has? Zero. Zero fumbles on the year. Like, what more dependability could you want from a running back? And here's why. Here's why, here's why I played that clip before this clip. Because I uh, got a pretty big announcement uh, in our Vegas stuff. Here we go. Y'all better pay attention here. All right, guys. Big news here. We have set up a texting service because we're throwing the biggest Chapman production <laughs> party ever. And it's going to take place during the NFL draft. Um, so we're throwing a party in Las Vegas. That's where the draft is. We're going to be there. And not only me. But we have not one, but two San Francisco 49ers players that are going to be there as well. Autographs, pictures, the whole shebang. And we're going to be broadcasting live during days one and two of the draft. So if you've joined us in the past during the draft, you know that's my baby. Um, the amount of time that I put into that is very, very important to me. Um, and so we're going to throw the best draft party that's ever been created for 49ers fans. And you're going to get to meet some of the players. Um, one of them is the team captain going to be around for a while. One of them is a prominent rookie going to be around for a while. We've agreed to everything verbally with the agents and the players just waiting to get the contract details ironed out um, and all those things. So 
we're going to be releasing some early bird ticket pricing. And the only way that you can get is through this tech service. Now, we're not going to spam you or anything like that. That's not what this is. This is to update people on the biggest party. I'm, I've told you guys, like, I'm teaching, this is my last year. Coaching, this is my last year. I'm banking this as my career. And this is going to be the set-off point. And this is going to be a whole no expense. We're putting it all in. All the chips are coming in. So I want you to be a part of this. So text draft, D-R-A-F-T, to this number, 833-306-0365. Again, not a spam account, just for the NFL draft. And if the NFL draft's not your thing, this probably ain't for you anyway. But again, text draft to 833-306-0365 for some special deals. And again, I'm going to release the cheap early bird prices for this. So if you want to save some money, come party with the 49ers and me um, and lots of other 49ers people as this continues to grow. This is going to be a big event. Um, so thank you guys for all the support. It's pretty cool seeing where all this is growing. I could not do it without your support. So I want to say thank you again. Text draft to 833-306-0365. All right, guys. So I, I'm ready to announce the very first player that we already have. Uh, verbal agreement, comment, uh, contract signed, all that stuff coming over. Rookie Elijah Mitchell. Uh, so excited about this, excited for what he brings personality wise. So if you're one of those people that you want to meet this guy, uh, he's going to be there with us in Vegas. I'm so pumped, man. And again, you got to text that service. Let's go get out there. Come party with freaking Elijah Mitchell. We got another player we're going to announce later. And again, I want these tickets because we're going to have limited space. Um, you know, we, we've got a couple meetings with where the spots going to be in Vegas and all that stuff that's still yet to be determined. But we're going to have limited space. I want this going to my listeners, okay? We are going to reach out to some other very prominent 49ers podcasts, and that's great. And I want them to build and join in and all that stuff and create the community. But I'm the one that's working my tail end off to build this, and I want this to go to you guys. So it's it, it's a pretty pity, uh, but it's going to be worth it to build this community. So I'm telling you right now, plan on being in Vegas for days one and days two of the draft. We're going to be broadcasting nonstop, and you're going to get a chance to meet Elijah Mitchell, get a picture, autograph, things like that. That's going to be there for you guys. We're This this podcast, man, we ain't stopping. Uh, this thing keeps going now. This thing keeps going. Now, let's talk real quickly about George freaking Kittle because let, let me say this, okay? Okay. Kittle came out earlier this week and talked about how this was going to be a body bag type of game. Well, I guess the Rams like use that as bulletin board material, um, all those different things. And here is what he had to say about this. I love that George Kittle's just so great. Nice. Good for him. Okay. Got his cardio in. I was going to ask if that was noticed or discussed by you guys. No, I was told on the way in here that you were going to ask me that question. (laughs) Yeah, you're setting me up for that. No, uh, actually, my favorite thing was was. I'll just give you guys this because it was fun. Apparently, I used a body bag quote that, you know, they they used in their locker room this entire week. And I was saying it was for both sides of the ball, you know. Whoever it is, Rams or Niners, <clears throat> someone's leaving in a body bag. And we go down 17-0, to zero and I had five guys chirping me in the air that, hey, you guys are putting you in a body bag kill. And I was like, a lot of time up on that clock, boys. And uh, hopefully uh, I can see them again because uh, that was a fun body bag game. I mean, this dude is just hilarious. One, and I think a few, select few of you, did you guys get the uh, Letter Kitty quote? Anybody else? Is that just me? Any Letter Kitty fans here? Great show. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. You'll understand John Chapman much more so. Uh, a lot of time on that uh, board there, boys. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's hilarious. And, you know, from the Rams having their head coach run out there and all those things, like, golly, man, you better deliver. You better deliver. And, 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 like, they did it. They did it. Uh, what's up, PA Niner fan? I see you on there. I uh, love it. Marbles and screws. This is so good. Um, and so I'll say this. Oh, Mr. Superfly, I love this question. Would you invite Grant Cohn? 100% I would. Uh, is he a podcaster that I listen to a lot? Probably not. Um, does Grant Cohn work as hard as me, if not harder? Yes, he does. I can't say that about a lot of people. And I respect people's work ethic. Now, yeah, we're very, very different, but no, I do not consider Grant Cohn 
um, you know, a nemesis or anything, which has been proposed in the past. No, and Grant gives a lot of people a platform that didn't have them and helps their brands grow. I love that. I'm not an anti-Grant Cone guy. Do I like a lot of his, you know, antics and things like that? Absolutely not. But no, he's he's never done anything wrong towards me or anybody else. And again, uh, works his tail end off and gives people a platform. So I'll, I'll say that about whatever. Oh, so that's why I appreciate about really. Is that what you appreciate about me, PA Niner fan? Uh, some people are not getting these letter kidding quotes, and you would be a lot better if you did. Now, um, so Kittle clearly charged everybody up, and everybody was ready to go. Now pay attention to this play. This is awesome because watch the the gravity that Debo and Kittle bring in the passing game and how that Brandon IU just goes wide open here. Oh, it's so good. Play action. Oh my gosh, look to the left. Look to the left. Look to the left. Look to the left. There it is. Wide freaking open. From the start. What happened here defensively? They bring him? Do they blitz? Oh, he sat. That's George Kittle. So they all sat with Kittle. And that just, man, perfect job. Look at him sit it down instead of keep running into the coverage. Wide open. Man, him in the open field is fun. This is Kittle. Watch George Kittle. They all think it's coming. Look at this. All these guys. He's blocking, guys. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. One of them's got to get some depth. Look at Debo. Look at this. This is Kittle and Ayuk. And this is these are the things that the 49ers are starting to see on offense and defense. You see it with Bosa, you see it with Debo, and you see it with Kittle. They the gravity. They pull people towards them. How many people do you need to guard Debo? Because you got four in the middle of the field. You got zero on Ayuk. And whenever you're having the type of year that he's having, it's just again, it, it's it's gravity. It pulls players to him. Helps get other people wide open. Good job from Jimmy recognizing it. Great job from Ayuk breaking off his route and just sitting on the stick. Um, very, very nice. Very nice. And again, everybody's coming up for Kittle. He's pass protecting. Good job right there. Just get the ball out quick. Very nice. And that, that was Jimmy's entire MO. That's kind of who he is, right? Get the ball to people to let them make plays. Jimmy's not hes not trying to win arm contests. Jimmy's not trying to get, you know, sports center top 10 plays, which I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. I don't watch ESPN anymore. But, like, that's not what Jimmy wants to do. And listen to Jimmy say it himself. Like, just get the ball to people and let them make the, let them make the plays. Yeah, it was uh... – they played like a little shell. Uh, I think Ramsey was the cloud out there, and I was just doing a little high-low game with him. Tried to get him to bite up on George. Uh, he took one step to it, and I knew I had a window to Debo, and it was pretty tight. But Debo made a nice catch on it, and the run after catch, I mean, that's what that guy does. He's he's the best in the league at it. And just when you have guys like that, like we have, you know, B.A., Debo, Juwan, George, all the running backs, Juice, and you could get them the ball in space, those guys are going to go make plays for you. And that's really what I was trying to do today. Just let those guys go make plays and let those guys be special. Let them just be the distributor. That That's Jimmy's role. Know your role. It's not a bad thing. To call somebody a gay manager, like, I don't know where that became an insult. That's not who he is. Like, that that's who he is. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all. Uh, again, not everybody's going to be Aaron Rodgers or Josh Allen or Herbert, whatever. Like, those things are great, and hopefully Trey Lance eventually becomes those things. That's not what Jimmy is, and I don't want Jimmy to be that. Because just be who you are. Be who you are. Um, and if you do those things, then good things will happen. And that's what we started to see there. All right, real quick, a uh, word from my bookie that I got some more questions to get to. It's the moment you've all been waiting for. The 49ers are in the playoffs. And here with my bookie, you can take your home. You can take home your biggest wins of the year and double your deposit bonus as always. It's easy. Sign up for my bookie and use the promo code 49ers49ERS, and they're going to double your first deposit, boom, instantly, and then you get a bet and win even more money if you get it correctly. Now it's the playoffs. 49ers are in. Um, currently three-and-a-half-point underdogs to the Cowboys, so you're getting points if you want to jump in on that. And again, you can always bet on who's going to win the NFC Championship. You bet on Super Bowl matchups, who's going to win the Super Bowl, and much more with my bookie. So don't miss out. Double your first deposit up to $1,000 using promo code 49ERS. Head to my bookie, place your bets, 
and get ready for the unmatched intensity of playoff football. We're going to be in Dallas. We're going to be there live. It's going to be a blast. So bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. And, you know, I see this S1K uh, says, who filled it for Trent and how did they do? Colton McKivitz did. He did all right. Uh, gave up two sacks. You know, that, that's definitely not great. But overall, he run blocked very, very well. Uh, but he, the next play I was going to, you guys are, I, I think y'all see my notes. Uh, we're starting to vibe off each other and understand. Here's one of the biggest plays of the game late in the fourth quarter. And this is the Debo scream for 30 plus yards. But and Debo's unreal. There's no doubt about like this is a Debo highlight. Pay attention to the blocking. And Colton McKivitz is one of them. Three by one set offensively. Setting up a screen to Debo. Nice catch. And then Debo, golly, man. Look at the blocking downfield. Great job there. And Debo just taking people on a ride, man. He's just taking you on a ride, buddy. This is a scary play right here because both these guys almost got it. Debo, look at this block right there. Kyle freaking use check. Woo! Kyle freaking use check. Look at this block on Jalen Ramsey. This is ungodly right here, man. Literally gets to his hip. Bounced him out. Jalen Ramsey being so aggressive. That's fine. Go ahead, buddy. Look at the block right there. That McKivitt sure is, man. Alex Mack blocking 20 yards, 30 yards downfield. And, of course, you got to talk Debo. I mean, just look at this blocking, man. It's a great. Alex Mack going, man, just Debo. Just dragging people, man. Dragging people. Dude, it, it's good stuff, man. <laughs> See, he says, Derek says, we need shirts with uh, you on it. And golly, I, I can't help my southern uh, upbringing, my friend. Uh, <laughs> I do like it, though. I do like it. But, man, just what a great game offensively. You know, what we're going to get to tomorrow, we're going to have some defensive stuff up on there. I'm going to get the entire defensive breakdown up on Patreon as well. If you haven't joined us on Patreon, um, obviously we've broken down every single offense and defensive play of the entire season. Every single game, we're going to continue to do that with the Cowboys game moving forward. But then after that, it's into NFL draft content, which that's we, we drafted up, man. And so uh, Patreon's the place for that. Patreon.com. Then just type in 49ers Rush Podcast. Go give it a check. Uh, if you don't like it, 100% money back guaranteed. Uh, no questions asked. Uh, that's always going to be there. Shot J. Uh, Debo to Ramsey and Donald. Listen to me. I'm the captain now. Listen to me. I'm the captain now. I love it. Captain Phillips. Good stuff. Good reference. Appreciate you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed the show. And if you did, hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification bell so that you can take part in all these hashtag CCs. Uh, we always got giveaways going on like crazy people. Um, it's just who we are. But I uh, just want to say thank you. We got a lot more content coming out this week. And, man, if you're not, if you're coming to Dallas, make sure you hit us up. 49ersRushRoadTrip.com. Come party with us on Saturday. Lots of stuff to give away. And then tailgating and the game. Oh, that game's going to be awesome. Can't wait. Thank you guys for all the support. And, as always, stay strong, faithful. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.